I'm hungry and cranky. This is Bombers. Hey everybody, welcome to Bombers episode number this is whatever number we're on. Speaking of numbers, I'm Bomber number five. Anthony, aka Deg. With me is Bomber number one, Hungry and Cranky. The only podcast that features me, Hungry and Cranky. Hello everybody. That's Shay with us. No Zyber, he's... Dead. Is, is he? How many times has Zyber I, I, died on look, the podcast? I don't know. He dies at the end. He dies before the show even starts. Uh, you know, there's just so many. Look, you know, in this crazy mixed up world where Zyber just dies every week, you know, it's really robbed you of everything that you could once count on. And the only thing left you can trust is your gun. I feel like that wasn't quite the quote, but, uh, you know, uh, what? it's been a long time <laughs> since we recorded that episode. Give me a break. Yep. Well, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, no Zyber, just me and my good friend Shay here talking to you about bombers type stuff. Speaking of bombers type stuff, Shay, did you know that we have a really cool hop and bump in Discord? Dude, whatever. I haven't been on that Discord in months. In in, in at least a few minutes. We're definitely yeah, not recording just... the podcast on the Discord or anything. No, not in one of our noisy places channels at all no not not even a little let's bit. Mo- let's you know let's do the advertisement <laughs> it's not an advertisement there's no advertisements on this show and you know that we don't do ads here on bombers but we, we will take your money and here's we, how we do do the bombastic news oh man like that was a good seg- for- i just i just walked like- right over your really good segue there didn't i <laughs> well, it, it, kind of but whatever you know i'm used to that too that's <laughs> no we have our Patreon, where you can give us money. It's not an ad, because we're talking about ourselves. I think that's how that works. I don't know how ads work, actually. But we have our Patreon. You can give us money. And there are some people who give us money, and we love them. They are our best friends, Anne, Rob, and Josie. And our friends, Haley, Himaru, and Minted Peas. You're awesome. Thanks. Thanks for the we, money. <laughs> yeah. We also have our Gmail. This is Bombers at G. Oh, I guess I should say the Patreon is This is Bombers. This is Bombers at gmail.com, where you can send us questions, fan fiction, or fan art, or any type of fan media. I don't fan know. Make- drawings of us, Anthony, and myself in the nude. Please. Tasteful, please. It, it, if it's not tasteful, we will delete it. Um, I also would like to put out a humble request that we get a Bombers fan game, uh, as terrible as possible, please. If it's functional, you probably did it wrong. What if it's a, can it be a visual novel? Yeah, I'll, I'll accept a visual novel, although at that point you might as well just write a fanfic and cut out the extra effort. Well, we already have one fan fiction though, and that, you know, that one is, you know, it's pretty good, uh, you know, some room for improvement maybe but really i don't want more than one that's just too many yeah you can only have one <laughs> i'm looking is... forward to the next chapter if that ever happens by the way i am, I am looking forward to that too that's no pre- no pressure no pressure just making that clear but uh you know i would like to i would like the story to continue yeah no pressure but we're uh waiting so if you could and i i really need it to be done by next week because this is my last episode of bombers for a while maybe I I don't really. We have to figure that part out. Actually, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll figure it out. But if there is no Shay in the future, it's not because he's dead. It's because we sent well, him away. You don't know that. I know that. We we have this is Bombers Twitch where we play video games, community nights on Fridays, other random fun stuff like that. And there is a this is Bombers Twitter. I think Zyber's in charge of that, so I don't know anything about it. At this is Bombers, how does Twitter work? There's an at in front of it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, you can follow me at Real Ice Danger. Uh, you can follow uh, at Deg something, and uh, we we tweet stuff, and you can learn maybe, about things maybe by you following tweet stuff. Me. I tweet informative information about video game deals. At uh, at Zyber three, not um, not, not Zyber, Zyber Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right, I'm done with bombastic news. Let's talk about something more interesting. God, like, you know, I can't decide what I like more when Zyber just, like, kind of speeds through it and I just ignore it, or when you do it kind of, like, excruciatingly slowly, <laughs> and it's so slow that I feel like I have to comment on everything and I just derail the entire thing. What were we, ta- what were we talking about? Oh, an, uh, n- another segment. Yeah, All please, right. end this. End me. It's time for Drinks and Foods, the segment oh, where we, we t- taste different drinks and foods. And, Anthony, you can see on the camera, and, uh, and if you want to take a screenshot, oh, take a screenshot for the, the people at home. Uh, I am uh, about to try some cinnamon sugar donut uh, flavored popcorn. Oh, and, that's uh, what that corn is. Yeah. For right. uh, hold it. Did you get it? it? No, I did, pressed I, the wrong button. I deleted it. I'm not it. cutting any of this. It's all staying. So, so where did know. you buy this, by the way? I bought this at the Speedway, um, which is a gas station, uh, and they have mm-hmm. other stuff. But this really caught my eye because I love cinnamon and I love sugar and I love donuts and I love popcorn. Right. So it should be perfect. You say you love donuts, but I remember we talked about on the show the one time you just left a donut on the side of the road. I mean, to be fair, you know, it did, we didn't know how whether someone was coming back for it. You know, you don't just like if you see a dog in a hot car, you don't like break the window. You you wait a couple hours for the person to come back. Uh, we got to talk about how you treat dogs. Or like if there's a baby, oh, you, know, you just you definitely that nobody just walk in the other direction. <laughs> Now, did right. the donut have a collar? No. Tell me about the popcorn. What the popcorn is? So I've already been eating it. To be uh, full transparency, oh. I have. I've already been snacking on it here. But you've ruined so the segment. Uh, What's it smell like? It, it kind of smells like the bag. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. It, I'm it's great radio. I'm just sitting here smelling this bag. Um, keep the keep the bag crinkles in the. Did you ever have you ever been to a uh, Michael's like a uh, one of those hobby stores? Mm-hmm. Where sure it kind of smells like wood a little bit, or like has a weird smell, like a smell. like a ply plyboard type of. Yeah, it smells like a crafting store. I don't know that I want to eat a crafting store, so I'm already not loving this purchase of yours. It doesn't really taste like a donut. It, it has a vaguely cinnamony. Well, no, it does taste like cinnamon. Okay, it's not really sugary. Uh, it kind of tastes like plain popcorn with a light sprinkling of cinnamon. Uh, really, it just it's kind of not great. Did, it's fine. Did all of the like flavor powder collect at the bottom of the bag, or is it just bad? Um, I mean, it's unclear because I haven't gotten to the bottom of the bag. But maybe by the end of the episode, I don't know. Tilt, I'm kind tilt, of going slowly because it's not very good. I need you to tilt it up. I'm not going to tilt, tilt the, bag the bag over your head. No, I'm not going to do that. Into your mouth, okay, or o- or over your face. I'm just pouring the entire bag all over my face. All right, give maybe. me. Give me, give if we me. were doing a live stream, I would totally pour this entire bag of popcorn all over my head. <laughs> you heard that. For you, the views. If, if we had an executive bomb deucer right now, you could watch Shay pour popcorn on his face. My mustache is so long that the hairs are getting in my mouth as I chew this popcorn. Now, does the hairs of your mustache taste more like a cinnamon sugar donut than the popcorn? No, they vaguely taste like beard shampoo. That. All right, beard shampoo popcorn, though. Hear me out. Maybe we can start a new product. I mean, it would probably be more flavorful than this. Ugh. So I, I assume final review on this, probably not going to be very positive. I mean, it's not it's not bad in the traditional sense of like, oh, this tastes bad. It just doesn't really... It, it just doesn't really taste like much of anything. It, it's It's got the cinnamon taste, I guess, but it's just not enough to make me really... I'm going to finish the bag, okay? That's that's my review. I will finish the bag eventually. But won't buy another one. No. Yeah. Well, if any of our audience members would have any suggestions for things that they want to see us consume on Drinks and Food, uh, let us know in the Discord. And uh, we'll, we'll probably either ignore you or do that. Those are the two options. So <laughs> Yeah, there, there's... Re- well, we won't ignore it. We'll read it, but we just won't do it. Probably. Yeah, but still, uh, I would like to do more drinks and foods, so if you have suggestions of weird, interesting, unique, fun, maybe good, can we go for good? Are we allowed to request good I, food? I will not be consuming any more spaghetti or ranch-flavored sodas of any kind, uh, nor will I be eating any more of the cinnamon donut popcorn, but apart from that, it's pretty much fair game for me. I don't care. Well, you heard it here first, folks. Send, send Shay weird stuff. Yeah, my address is 123 Fake Street.
Fake yeah. Fest Street. Fake Fest USA. <laughs> All right. I think I'm done with drinks and foods. Let's move on. Uh, we got another Shea-hosted segment. It's the upcoming releases. You know, I can just go right into it if I wanted. You um, can. I can, and I will. Watch like this. It's time for upcoming releases. And, uh, gentlemen, uh, it is time to talk about one of the uh, upcoming releases that have been that has actually been delayed a number of times. It's coming to PS5 and PC. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about Deathloop this week, uh, coming out on uh, the PS5 and PC. Dag, what do you think about Deathloop? Uh, Deathloop looks pretty interesting. I feel like I've been here before. Uh, Deathloop came out last week and they were doing a bit, uh, but uh, it turns out uh, we're wrong. You know, apparently it's really good. Uh, some people on the Discord who have already played it are talking about Game of the Year potential. Now, not a, not an extremely high bar to clear so far in 2021. but Not this year, no. But uh, still high praise, if nothing else. It's definitely on my list of things to pick up for my new PS5. More about that later in the episode, yeah. What what new PS5? You're going to have to destroy it. It's broken. No, more about that later in the episode. We'll, we'll, okay. we'll, we'll, Sorry, we'll chat I'll, about it in the I'll minute recap. No, I won't. Uh, coming out on October 1st, Anthony, for your new PS5, how about picking up a copy of FIFA 22? FIFA 2022 <gasps> with football. I will not. Pick that Why up. not? It's great. It's it's the world's number one uh, sport and the world's number one game about the world's number one sport. Good for them. <laughs> uh, yeah. Cool. Um, I, I, FIFA's coming out. I, I understand the general appeal of sports video games, but it's not for me. I I would rather watch a game of football, and I mean like, you know, FIFA football. Fake football. Than play a sports FIFA video game, honestly. Oh, it's a sucky week for new releases. I don't know. There's a lot of ports, like Darksiders 3 is coming to Switch. Uh, uh, Neo, The World Ends With You is coming to PC. Uh, So Switch losing an exclusive. Ghost Runner, which came out last year for PS4 and Switch, is coming to PS5 and Series X, I guess. Great. This whole timed exclusive thing is getting real old for me because then a lot of the stuff is like it's new but not really there's a bunch of good stuff coming out next next week um that we can't talk about because it's not part of the segment but rest assured for those of you waiting for good games there's there's one coming on the 8th i'll tell you that the october 8th and i'm excited coming on uh october that other date 29th mario party Oh, that's, I should have said that. That's Sorry. not next week. No. Nope. However this segment works, I don't know. Speaking this of weeks. Sucks. Let's move on. Speaking of weeks, I want to do the weekly bomb for this bah, week. Bah, this past bah, Yeah, okay, our sound effects whatever. For uh for uh, this past week, uh what were some interesting news items in general that came up? Was it a bomb or the bomb? Or so, was it cinnamon sugar donut popcorn? Which was the bomb? No, it bombed. No, it was it was like it was all right. I don't know. My cat's here on the ground meowing at me. I bet that got picked up. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go first and uh, tell you, Shay, that earlier this week, the 343 Industries Community Manager John Janizic, I think is how Jan- Janizic. It's it looks Polish. I don't know how to pronounce that. Anyway, John. Um, John said that for Halo Infinite, John Halo, maybe, maybe coming soon. Uh, we'll see if John Halo, I just got that. (laughs) Thank you. I was like, are you really just going to let that one go? It took a little bit to process. No, um, (laughs) that's funny. (laughs) Uh, Halo Infinite, the daily challenges, because, you know, all games these days have to have a progression system in their multiplayer. You must play every day. We own your soul. Well, you say that. Here, here's an interesting thing. The daily challenges should, quote unquote, quote unquote, should take 16 to 18 hours before running out. 16 to 18 hours of playing and winning, eventually, quote unquote, eventually winning. It's a weird quote, basically. Per day. Um, 16 to 18 hours, I believe, per day from the way that the quote reads, before running out. 
So what do you well, think so, of that? Well, so technically, it's not it's not taking up a hundred percent of your life. Only sixty six percent of it if you do them every day. Right? That's uh, math. I don't feel like doing math. Why uh, would anybody do a daily challenge in a in a single player focused game? Is ha- wait is Halo is... still a single player focused game? <laughs> Are you kidding? I don't know. Is the does the Halo community still consider it to be single player focused? Well. Let me point out that Halo Infinite's multiplayer is going to be free access to everyone to play, and the single player will be the thing that is actually being sold. So, that kind of tells you where their focus is, where they're trying to get the most amount of people. I and think I'm just I think I'm just hilariously out of touch with where the gaming industry is now where I still I, consider I, the single player component to be vastly more important than the multiplayer component. I agree. I feel like we have both been left behind by the industry. Cuz if it's a free to play multiplayer, you know that all, all they're looking to do is put butts in chair as it were in order to get microtransaction purchases. Hmm, tell me more about these butts. Hear a lot about uh, these butts. They're they're the butts of people playing Halo. So, oh, Halo butts. Oh, it's, uh, Halo butts, no good. No. All good. right, yeah, Halo butts are are a bomb. Uh, this is also a bomb well, because. It, well, go ahead. I'll let you finish why you think it's a bomb, and then I'm going to counter. Because and I don't care about this. Con- I don't care about. I don't well, care I about. Won't. Are you still talking? I, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about 343 Industries and their stupid daily challenges for Halo Infinite. Just give me a functional single-player mode that I want to play, please. Like, don't put all this effort into developing this mode that is just going to get people hopelessly addicted to the game and, like, will never be able to move on and Halo Infinite will just own everybody's soul forever. Just like every other freaking games-as-a-service model has your daily little check-in boxes that you have to click and you know make sure that you're getting every little thing that ever comes through the game so that you can say that you're a real halo fan or whatever that's like i hate it i hate all that stuff so here's where i'm going to pull out the counterpoint because i actually think that this is good news i actually submitted this as a thing that i think is the bomb because it is specifically designed that it is too much for any person to feasibly complete all of the challenges, which means that you won't have that obsessive, oh, I have to do everything uh, FOMO, uh, fear of missing out type of uh, mentality when approaching these challenges. You don't have to you don't have to sit there and play Halo until you've completed all of your dailies. Because that would take 16 to 18 hours, and that's absurd. What you can do instead is look at what I assume is going to be just a deluge of challenges that you can then pick and choose which ones you want to complete, which ones fit your play style. And then once you've played enough that you're like, all right, I feel good about that, don't do the rest of them. If that's the direction that this is going, which is what I assume they're going for here, with an absurd amount of 16 to 18 hours of play. Yeah, that's that 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 actually tempers expectations and helps un um addict, unaddict. That's not a thing, right? I think you're dreaming if if you think that there will not be dude or multiple dudes who don't sit there for 16 hours a day on their day off of work and just play Halo for 16 hours. I'm not saying that you're not going to have your outliers. I mean, you always have your outliers. But I'm saying in general, for the normal person, it's actually going to be easier to level up, easier to play for free if there is all of this experience content type stuff, if there's all of this. But the person who plays the most is still going to get most of the experience. Yeah. But... So the... The problem um, is still there. It's just it's just there's more variety. That's that's all it is, really. It's still the same issue. Presumably, those people who are playing too much will then just level up quicker than everybody else and not be a problem for the normies, and they'll be playing Maybe. with themselves. They'll be what? All grouped together in their own high tier server and doing what? safer safer way of wording that. As an aside, I don't like the way you say outlier. Outlier? 
Yeah, I don't like it. I don't care if that's how you actually pronounce it. I don't even know. I just don't like it. Well, your problem. Uh, I yeah. think if if this is going the direction that I anticipate, or sorry, not that I anticipate, but that I choose to interpret it as, I think that's a good direction to go with this kind of daily challenge thing. Well, we'll see. But as you and I both know, there will be absolutely no follow up on this issue because neither of us own an Xbox Series X. And I don't think either of us will be purchasing Halo Infinite. Uh, the Halo Infinite multiplayer, I believe, is being released on PC. And I have Xbox Game Pass PC. So I might end up playing a little bit of it just to look into it. We'll we'll see how that actually pans out when the game uh, releases. Question mark in the future? Okay, well, if you remember to do it, then just, uh, you know, let me know. I'll, I really uh, want to know. I'll loop back to this episode. I was. I, everyone's waiting for the death loop joke. It's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, so my weekly. So we disagree, Anthony. Yeah, but, I, uh, I think that's more fun that way. Yeah. Okay, but maybe we'll disagree on this too. I don't. I don't know uh, because I have. I have very strong opinions on my weekly bomb, and my weekly bomb is something that everybody already knows about. On September the twenty third. There was a Nintendo Direct, and Anthony, I was thinking that we could just fly through some of the major headlines that dropped during this Nintendo Direct and talk about the ones that interested us, shall we? Yeah. Hi. And then we'll determine at the end whether it was a bomb or not. I did end up having to join late because the Direct started right at the end of my work, so I missed the first little bit of it. So some of this might still be news to me on this episode. Wait, you, of the you didn't go back and like watch like six no, minutes I'm, that you I'm missed? No, I'm super lazy and didn't do that. Well, okay, the good news is that you didn't miss much in that first six minutes. Okay, so we'll just run... Okay, I'm just going to run through it. I I got it in order here. Um, So here we go. Uh, Direct led off with Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak DLC. So DLC for Monster Hunter Rise. I got nothing. Go on. Then they they showed some Mario Party Superstars stuff, and everyone here knows how excited I am about freaking Mario Party uh, because I love the first three Mario Parties. And Horror Land is back! baby and i presume everybody knows that i don't care for nor pretty much kind of just i just dislike mario party games (laughs) whatever you are wrong Mario party is awesome i've been wrong before all right then voice of cards this says cars voice of cars it's i saw it on the document and was like pick disney pixar's cars what's happening yeah voice of cars larry the cable guy Starring in The Isle Dragon Roars, which is a voice of cards, The Isle Dragon Roars. I don't even understand what this name is supposed to mean. All right. But basically, this is a, it looks like a tabletop RPG, but played with cards, and you move your little piece, your pawn, like t- from square to square as you interact with the world. And I played the demo, and it's actually pretty neat. I didn't think I would like it, but I actually was kind of into it. Yeah, I need to check out the demo. I have... Like, card-based RPGs are sort of my guilty pleasure. You'd, you'd be way into this thing. You would be, you especially would be super into this. I would like to impromptu good ga- good game name or bad game name that title. I already answered. I think it's terrible. I think it doesn't make any sense. And, w- like, what? I think Voice, Voice of, of Cards. Voice of Cards. Dragon Roars. Voice of Cards, I think that segment is good because it, it immediately tells you that the game deals with cards. The Isle Dragon Roars is a, as most subtitles, a useless bit of whatever. Overall, I think it's kind of actually a weirdly good name because it's got me... If I saw just that without your description, I would want to know more about that game. I mean, I get. <laughs> you might have convinced you might have convinced me. Let's move on. Um, Disco Elysium, which came to PS4 a couple, maybe one year ago, two years ago. I can't remember. I think it was about a year ago. Yeah, journalism, uh, whatever. Disco Elysium is coming to Switch. That's cool. I'll get that. I actually have wanted to play that for a while. Nice. Uh, Hyrule Warriors: uh, Age of Calamity is getting some DLC. Yippee! I still have not played that game. That's where I, I came in on the direct, and the DLC that they showed looked pretty neat. At least, like, new characters and stuff, so that's fun. I, I kind of tuned out of it, if I'm being completely honest. Like, <laughs> any game that I haven't played, and I just, like, DLC, I'm like, whatever. If I haven't played the game yet, DLC isn't going to get me there. True. I don't think. Um, okay, here was a, here was a surprise. Uh, 
another Square Enix game, actually. So Voice of Cards is a Square Enix game. And also, Chocobo GP. Yes, that's right. Have you ever wanted to play a kart racer that looks exactly like Mario Kart and plays exactly like Diddy Kong Racing, but as Final Fantasy characters? Well, now you can in Chocobo GP coming 2022. It seems like exactly the kind of no one asked for it, but everybody wants it type of situation. I completely agree. <laughs> I really want this thing, and I'm just like so stupid that I want it. Yeah. This next one I'm excited about. I'm going to read this one, because this was my big surprise, which I was a little bit floored by. Do you want to read the next couple? Because I keep reacting first. Sure. Uh, Kirby okay. and the Forgotten Land, a new 3D Kirby adventure coming to the Nintendo Switch. I think it looked. It looked cool in in the trailer. I'm pretty sure for me this was the highlight of the entire direct. Yeah, I think a lot of people feel that way, and I I kind of do too. Um, I was a little worried at first because it looked a little barren, and I, I realize it's literally called the Forgotten Land, so maybe you could expect that a little bit. And I I was getting some Mario Odyssey vibes by the end of the trailer because there was a lot of stuff going on by the end, but. I'm not really interested in playing a game as Kirby where he just runs around a big empty environment and like flies around. Like I'm not. They got to show me something a little more than what they did. Uh, I, it, that's that, coming spring 2022, I think. From what I could gather from it, it did look more world slash level based instead of quote unquote open world. Uh, so if they continue in that direction, sort of more along the lines of like a 3D world esque type of feel. Uh, I'm sold. Yeah, I'll get that. Maybe the last Kirby game I didn't Kirby Star Allies I didn't think was that great. So I, I'm we'll, kind we'll of in wait and see mode on that franchise at all times. Like it's easy to get excited about this because it reminds me of Mario Odyssey, and you know I love that game. But we'll see if Kirby can have his own Odyssey moment. Yeah, fair fair point. Here's another interesting little bit of uh, DLC. There's more Animal Crossing updates coming. It's a Dude, good it's update. Too, too late. But it's, it's, it's too, too late. late. When it's, was the last time you played Animal Crossing, Anthony? 20, 2021. I was going to say, have you played it in 2021? Because I have not. I have not played that game since like summer I, of last year. I think I did boot it up at some point like in like January, February time frame. They screwed up by not having all of the DLC they planned to release ready within one year. They yeah, needed they needed to do it to... all in one year. Mm -hmm. And they didn't. And now it, it's like, well... It's too late. You you missed the window. And, and and the thing that sucks the most about it is, like, this is a big update because they're bringing in the Roost and Brewster and, you know, the coffee shop, which everyone was clamoring, why is that not in the game? And they're finally doing it. And it's like, that's not going to be enough to bring people back. You needed to use that to keep people from leaving. It's too late. But don't you want to go drink coffee served to you by a giant chicken in a coffee bar with music? I, if if it had been six months ago, or honestly, probably twelve months ago at this point, like, <laughs> see, it's too late. They yeah, need to it's release games in a in a more finished state. That's that's really all it comes down to. I think. I wish more companies did this. Released a game and and didn't have a more than one year cycle of free updates. Like, I get it. Okay, it's free. Great. That's great. That that is a good thing. I'm glad that we're not paying for it at least. But I mean, come on. Yeah. Just it should have been ready. I, I don't think. I I just. I can't make an excuse for them on this one. Well, how about the Mario Golf Superstars update? That's what it's called. That was Mario too Golf late Superstars. after a week. I was done with that game after a week. I'm like, I'm not playing this anymore. This is stupid. I got burned I, again on the Mario Sports games. Again! That how was, did it happen twice? <laughs> that was the game where I tuned out. They were like, Mario Golf. And I was like, alright, I'm going to do something else for the next two minutes. I even so I upset with myself. I even, on the live react that I was doing on the Discord, I said... I can't get excited about any of the Mario sports franchise anything. Mario FIFA. Well, Mario Strikers? No, Mar no. Mario, Mario FIFA. FIFA. <laughs> it's 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 like FIFA but it's just with Mario characters. No power-ups. Just FIFA but with Mario. Disney's not, magic. He, no. He doesn't even look like Mario. His name his it's just his name is just Mario. It's it's actually pronounced Mario in FIFA. His just, name isn't even Mario. It's it's Luigi. It's messy. <laughs> Disney Magic World Two. Uh, another 
Stop. We're moving on. <laughs> That's the title. <laughs> Another segment of the direct that I did not pay attention to. Did you pay attention? Someone, someone was saying that Disney Magical World is actually like a really good... Well, they said AC-like, and I didn't know what that meant. I wasn't sure if it was Animal Crossing or Assassin's Creed. I, I assume Animal Crossing, but hope Assassin's Creed. But it could be either, right? Yeah. Because... Like, they could totally do, like, Disney, like, hack and slash combat, just like if you're, you know, a Disney character and just, like, bashing dudes. I don't know. It would be comic violence, you know, not nothing serious, but... When I think Assassin's Creed, I was thinking of, like, parkour and stabbing people, but, you know... Beast impaling someone with his claws. Uh, Well, I mean, Kingdom Hearts already exists for your basic hack and slash running around beating people with weapons disney game so yeah but who wants to play that <laughs> zyber <laughs> what, dude he's not here whatever uh all right another disney franchise up next star wars knights of the old republic uh <laughs> apparently apparently they're remaking this game which i didn't know uh but this is actually just the port they're just porting it to switch from the original pc release and and uh it's on xbox as well i, I think it looks great I think it holds up seriously well visually. I I am surprised at how much the visuals did hold up. I I swear they must have polished something you think in they that port. It? Yeah, I, I think yeah, they did too. They definitely upresed it. Um, I did notice as well that it's done by Aspire, who has been doing a lot of those like simplistic upres ports recently. Like for instance, they did the Stubbs of the Zombie one, which had some functional problems playing it on my switch so i'm I'm a little wary on aspire's work in general and i think they're also working on the ground up remake that's coming up out eventually i think what was that next year for that um i don't i don't know wouldn't that be this one is, of ea's teams doing that or did they lose the star wars license i can't remember they can't lost the exclusivity that doesn't mean that they can't still work on stuff, but they're no longer the exclusive. Uh, well, but do, doesn't EA own, you know, Bioware? Like, don't you think that this would be something that would be Bioware's in their responsibility? Wheelhouse? Well, Aspire did this, so is it? Point is... You know, th- this could be solved very easily by just, like, Googling it, but I think we should just, like, stay here and just flounder on this issue for the, I was, the episode. I mean, I was just about to move on and say, I can't get excited about this port when they're doing a remake that's coming out like who is this marketed to and also i could just boot it up on my computer it's not or going Steam to Deck. be a problem yeah or yeah, sure whatever <laughs> uh xbox loses another exclusive to switch it already lost stubs the zombie now it's losing kotor the the world has gone mad. What what else is coming to Switch next from the Xbox? How about Blinks the Time Sweeper is coming to Switch? Uh 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 Crimson Skies is coming to Switch. Conquer, live and reloaded. Ninja Gaiden. Uh uh Ninja Gaiden actually might be on Switch. Uh Sigma? They they remade it. I think Sigma was on Switch. Um Dying Light Dying Light 2. Cloud no, and cloud version of Dying Xbox Light. Games. No, Max I'm just go- I'm I'm moving on. We're done. Max We're Payne right. is coming to Switch. On the Dying direct- Light 2 <laughs> Dying Light 2 Cloud Edition, uh, as is becoming the tradition, games that cannot run on Switch. Well, apparently they can run on Switch via the cloud, which is weird. But uh, I don't know. Have you have you delved into like the Resident Evil 7 cloud or the or the Control cloud? I have not played stuff? any of the cloud games, and I also have not played Dying Light. So well, I, got nothing, I got nothing to say about this one. Maybe you can, because Dying Light is coming to Switch on October or something. 19th? something yes, um october 19th more square enix stuff though uh Tri- triangle. triangle strategy which formerly known as project triangle strategy now just I, triangle strategy I, in their continuing tradition of awful awful names i really hope that that's still a working title and not what they're going with dude it's triangle strategy uh, admittedly it's a very pretty final fantasy tactics game I don't know, dude. If I'm gonna play a uh, if I'm gonna play a game with battling shapes, I'm just gonna fire up some Geometry Wars. Not no no triangle strategy. It's, you know it's so next. It was uh, uh, spoiler warnings. 
So well, p- I, I didn't watch it. So there was a Metroid Dread trailer that they did, and this is like the fifteen thousandth Metroid Dread trailer they've released because they're really they really want this game to do well, and I think it will. It, uh, I I already got it pre ordered. They've already got your money. Yeah. Um, and they have done nothing that has had me worried about that. So my pre order still stands at this point. And. Well, what did I you think I, of the trailer? Without without revealing too much, what did you think? Did you think it was I, awesome? Well, I don't know what is too much, because there's one thing that I want to say really bad, but I'm not sure how much of a blackout you want on these. Nah, say it anyway. What do I care? I didn't know what you cared. Game's out in two weeks. Say it. It what looks it? like they're following all of the good parts of Metroid Fusion and evolving oh, on, already... on the things that Fusion has done in not only the like story being the next metroid game but like just the presentation the 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 way that it looks like the game plays the way that it looks like it plays out don't um, i don't want to know if the x parasite is still in the game i don't want to know i'm assuming that we know that by now i will not but tell I don't, you don't tell me i will not tell you x. one way or the other i all i'm telling you is that looking at it it looks like a good progression from where fusion left us not only just like oh yeah because it comes next in the timeline sure whatever but also just like <laughs> the the way the game looks like it plays it took okay. all of, took it's taking and evolving a lot of the things that fusion did correctly from what okay. i saw in the trailer so i'm excited about it uh also announced uh following that was, was some news about a nintendo switch online price hike uh, it's actually they're calling it the expansion pack which i think is cute uh, but really what it's going to be is you give us like 10 more dollars and you can now play N64 games and Genesis games, uh, which as far as price is concerned, like I'm okay if they go from 20 to 30. I, I don't really, I think that's fine. Do you have a problem with that, Anthony? I, one, I think it's interesting that they went with, the Genesis was a surprise. The 64, there was a lot of rumors flying around that that was going to happen. There were also rumors that it potentially was going to be Game Boy, Game Boy Color stuff, which we did not I heard see. about that. Yeah, I, I was surprised that did not happen. Yeah, I was also surprised that didn't happen. Um, and as far as like the price increase and all of that, I'm pretty unhappy. Really? Be- yeah, it's just over the past five years, Nintendo Online has been not super great of a service. Well, over the when did the Wii come out? Well, when did the DS Wi-Fi I'm, connection. I'm, you're not wrong. It's been dude. It's been 16 years. But I'm talking specifically, I mean, maybe the past four years, but specifically the Switch Nintendo Online service, which was free the first year of the console's lifespan. Something like that, yeah. Something close around there. And then was terrible for the next four or five years. And... Tetris 99. <laughs> they got what? Game, game of the year, 2018, Tetris 99. Like, in a, in a in an environment where things like Xbox Live and playstation network are value adding one they have actual good functional online and you know voice chat that is you know usable and they're at they have their free games per every month program that are like full actual release games not just here i guess you can play tetris 99 and pac-man 99 and mario 99 Oh, 30, 35, was it? Mario 99 would have been pretty awesome. Uh, it would have been way too much. Mario's 99th anniversary. We, I'm looking forward to it. We've had years of crappy Nintendo Online, and now they want to charge more for something that, frankly, probably, should just be part of the normal package. You would say it's okay for them to charge $20 a year for unlimited access to a select library of NES, Super NES, Genesis, and N64 games. Most most of which are really the games that you want. Like, there's very few games missing from the service that you'd really say, like, oh, they need that. Uh, I mean, there's a handful that I can think of off the top of my head, like, you know, Chrono Trigger, but they can't get that. So, I don't know. I... <sighs> It's, it's, the, it's hit and miss with the Nintendo stuff because people always say like, oh, they need to fix virtual console. They need to just charge a fee to like have all the games available like ever for, you know, 60 bucks. I'll pay that for a year. Well, they're giving you like pretty much everything you'd want for like 30, probably. I'm assuming it's 30. They didn't actually. Be, 
announce a price point. So yeah, the fact that they didn't announce it is is a little concerning to me because I'm like, if it was thirty, I feel like they could have just said it. Now I feel like it's going to be higher. <laughs> I don't know. I just, and this is coming from me, a person who frequently on the Discord has been railing about gamer entitlement, and this is me saying Nintendo kind of owes us an apology for the state of online for the past four years. So they, are, they would apologize if people weren't paying for it. They would apologize if if. Like, they had a bunch of subscribers year one, and then all of a sudden they didn't have any. People have stayed subscribed. If, if you're so unhappy, then why are you still subscribed to it? Fun fact, I'm not. You're not? Well, there. okay. So you, so you are not entitled, because you are literally not... You are yeah. complaining about something that is literally enough of an issue for you to not buy it. That's not entitlement. Entitlement would be, I own it, and I'm still complaining that it's not what I want. Well, if it's not what you want, then don't buy it. Yeah. And I, well, I just think that this is uh, another instance of Nintendo doing a little bit too little, too late kind of situation. Although I wouldn't say it's necessarily too little. It's the right thing too late and also being charged money for it. I just am grumpy about the whole situation, asking for more money for something that frankly should just be the game. As much as we hate it, this should be part of the normal games as services model for Nintendo. Okay, so one comment on this before we move on. We have to move on because we still have more Nintendo Direct stuff to get through, and this show is almost over. So uh, Banjo-Kazooie is coming eventually to the N64 library of online games, which, again, is another Microsoft exclusive. Not exclusive because you can play it on N64, but it's it's currently available on Game Pass, and now it's coming to Switch. It's another... It's like a a Game Pass game on Switch. Game Pass, in a way. That's super cool because that just further is more of what the weird connection sort of that we've been seeing you remember those rumors flying around about game pass coming to switch and microsoft and nintendo having chats about working together on all of that and now banjo kazooie's on switch like there's there's been conversations clearly happening between nintendo and microsoft at Do you think Nintendo get... and Microsoft are having an affair? Like Microsoft, you know, is coming home later and later from work every day. You know, Microsoft's wife is asking them where they've been. They're like, "Oh, I just went out with a couple friends, had some, uh, had some beer." You know, oh, I accidentally, oh, this lipstick on my, co- oh, it, it, uh, yeah, I fell on some lipstick. It's, it was a bad scene. Blood everywhere. <laughs> oh, that's not lipstick. That's blood from when I was got stabbed because I'm awesome. By a lipstick By dude. <laughs> what is going on? All right. Uh, the uh, some other stuff. Uh, Shadowrun trilogy. Neat. Neat. Um, Castlevania, Castlevania advanced, advanced collection. collection. Neat. Neat. Hey, you can now play the Castlevania games. If, if you don't have a Wii U, you can now play the Castlevania advanced games for less than a hundred dollars a piece, which is pretty neat. sweet. Super neat. I think it's like twenty bucks. Act Riser Renaissance. Act Razor. Yeah, that's what I said. You said Act Riser. <laughs> Outlier. <laughs> Uh yeah, Act Razor. It lo- it looks kind of not great. And no, I didn't like the presentation of that at all. It reminds me of like the 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 Ghosts and Goblins remake that they did. It just kind of looks like cartoon. I, I don't like that visual style that a lot of those two D games updated to HD, but with weird three D models. That whole I don't like it. I want Hugh Piddle complaining about two point five D platforming. Um, I want to skip this next item and sort of rant about it for the rest of the episode. Well, I mean, we're <laughs> never going to get to this Minish Recap stuff. We might as well just like cut it completely and just talk about it next week. Because <laughs> honestly, I don't have a lot to say, and I'm more interested in these last few. We could we could complain all about the casting reveal for the Mario movie on a complete episode of its own. We already did a casting reveal of the Mario movie, if you recall, on a previous episode of Bombers, and it's, it's still highly listenable today. We were very correct. <laughs> That episode is more relevant than ever. It's true. We'll have to search out which episode number that is and throw it in the description. Make, make the fans make the fans do it. We have those. Do we? Kind of. I don't know. We have friends. Um, it's like half good, half bad for this casting. Splatoon they three. Show, yeah, Splatoon three uh, was a thing that was shown, and 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 I'm I'm happy that they are doing the this is a real sequel and not just kind of okay. I'm about to get everybody in the Splatoon community angry at me, including <laughs> Zyber, who I'm sure would be very upset for me but, saying that Splatoon two is basically DLC. It's like a sixty dollar expansion pack to Splatoon. There, I said it. Okay, it it is though. It's I'm not excited about Splatoon three after getting burned on Splatoon two. I'll be honest. 
I think that they have this time they had had the time to kind of put in the extra work to make it a notably different game. I, I will say that I was a little concerned that the first thing they showed was like basically footage of what looked like Turf War, and I'm just like, so it's it's the same thing, then. but with new weapons. Like, okay, I'm kind of over it. I don't know. I I loved the original Splatoon. Splatoon two didn't really do it for me, and now more of the same. I guess I hope not. And that's it's such an, a non Nintendo way of doing video games because they're all about we're not we're not going to put out a game unless we have a reason to and a new a new thing to do. And well, Splatoon's been the same. Splatoon makes a lot of money. It really does. Um. Yeah, I don't know. So just... th- they they are making more of an effort. It seems to to delve deep into like the lore side of things. Like the Splatoon fans get really up in arms, like oh, the dark lore of the series. Well, they they're doing it this time. So great! I can't wait to see some of that stuff. And, I I don't know. The Splatoon and, community to me is is one that turns me off like just about as hard as like your Undertale or your, you know, Smash Brothers. Know. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't, something about it, man. I don't know. That's that's sort of I I would hearken it to like a Smash Brothers type of, of situation where it's like you're either really good at it or just shouldn't be playing. Just yeah. sort of my experience with with Splatoon. I'm a little worried that it's going to become Call of Duty-esque where it's like if I skip a title and then Splatoon 4 looks awesome in four years or whatever, like that I'm going to get it and I'm just like, I can't even play this now. Great. Yep. Fun. Speaking of things with 3 in the title, Bayonetta Max 3. Max Payne 3. No, get out of Come here. Come to Switch. Bayonetta 3. Finally getting more information. What was that like two, three years ago they announced this and we're finally no, now dude, getting... If- on the direct, they even said we announced this title in 2017, and I was like, I like looked at my watch. I was like, what? It couldn't it's have been, been that long years? ago. Are you kidding and me? This is the first we're seeing of it. By the way, still have not seen Metroid Prime Four. I just want to put that. Out that there. is true. I will say this: for having not seen it in four years, it looks pretty done. The presentation that they had, like, it's very far along in the development cycle. Well, and the trailer was, like, classic Bayonetta, right? Like, it had the crotch shot and, like, yep. all that stuff. Like, you know, it looks great. I mean, it looks like Bayonetta. And, you know, it, what what better time to, to be releasing a Bayonetta game uh, than uh, than now? Because, like, the Game Club, I guess we should... Well, yeah, Game to... Club's playing Bayonetta next month. Continue. Yeah. yeah it, sorry. I'm not worried um, about it. Go. <laughs> uh, well, I know. I just think it looks awesome. I like Bayonetta, in general, is a series with an incredible amount of style. They've released three games in, like, 11 years and every time it's it's just they keep upping the ante and upping the quality and this is, it's great that the switch is going to get an exclusive action game that probably will stay on switch just like bayonetta 2 stayed on wii u until it got ported to switch this is interesting because they announced it four years ago and they're just now showing the first trailer and it's very far along and we here on bombers like to complain about announcing games too early but was bayonetta handled correctly in that they said yes we are working on it and you're not going to hear anything about it for a while and then they're like okay here it's almost done is that better or worse than not talking about it four years ago and now saying like hey here's beta three like knowing From that they're it, at least doing it here's here's my only issue with it is that imagine if they had just put that bayonetta three trailer at the end of that at the end of that direct and not had each of the last, like, five or six Nintendo Directs being like, oh, they're going to show Bayonetta 3 finally. Like, you get to a point where where the anticipation almost diminishes the, 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 the actual reveal of it reveal. itself. Yeah. yeah, like, and I was still excited, but I was like, oh, finally, they're showing Bayonetta 3. And, like, that was my, that was my, I was sitting there, I was like, oh, finally, this is happening. And I was like, dude, I should be more excited. This is Bayonetta 3. Yeah. So I, I, I would have preferred that they just waited. I agree. Yeah. You've you've convinced me on one of these now. So Yes, I finally won one. <laughs> you got one. <laughs> okay. Um And that was the, the that was the last thing in the direct so we can move on. Well, so before we move on, we have to talk talk about we have to do two things. We have to determine whether this is a bomb or the bomb. Did you like this direct? I even in the we we rated it. We graded it immediately afterwards and I think we both agreed that it was a C grade direct yeah it is a cinnamon sugar donut direct um so like it wasn't like superb or mind-blowing but i think overall it was good because they had a bunch of 
crap that I didn't care about and some cool select items that I did care about, which is why it's a C, but it wasn't bad. So I'm going to say V-Bomb. I would say there were a few too, there were too few surprises for me. Um, usually Nintendo Directs are chock-a-block full of surprises and things that you really didn't expect. And even like even the final things they showed, which normally, again, would have been like a huge deal. Had they not shown off Splatoon 3 in one of their previous Directs, had they not shown, had they not said that Bayonetta 3 was a thing that existed, they totally could have ended that Direct with a double whammy of Splatoon 3 and Bayonetta 3 having been completely unannounced, and then boom, here they are coming out next year. Like, that would have been pretty awesome, but the fact that we already knew about both those games and we're kind of just waiting to see more, it, it just really kind of diminishes the impact, and and uh, Nintendo is is sort of falling into this weird hype cycle where, like, and I think it had to do with, like, the development delays, right, of 2020 and 2021. Yeah, certainly. Where these games probably would have been ready this year, except for the delay. Uh, but they felt like they had to show them because they had to say, like, well, we have stuff coming. It's just going to take longer because of the thing. Don't worry. We're working on things. Yeah, I get that. So it's kind of unfortunate from, like, a hype cycle perspective because I do enjoy the hype cycle. I know you have mixed I'm, feelings. I have me. mixed feelings. I, will, I Like, among other things, the Metroid Dread stuff that I actually watched got me excited about Metroid Dread. Well, but, Metroid but, Dread, they revealed it at E3 three months ago, and it's out in two weeks. That's how you do a hype cycle. Uh, yeah, I'm fired up, and I haven't even watched any of that stuff. So. But it, yeah, but again, that's a very condensed hype cycle compared to your Splatoon 3, where they had that trailer, I think, back during E3. The and... last time I sat here after E3, my hair was much shorter, and we were talking <laughs> about how awesome Metroid Dread was. And Bayonetta 3 really, you know, announced five, four, forever ago, basically. 2017, math, numbers. I don't, I don't want to do math. Four years ago. That kind of stuff. So, yeah. you know, it remains to be seen, like, what the production cycle on Kirby is going to be, but... I prefer the shortened hype cycle of like your dread style releases. I would anticipate that Kirby is probably a late spring, like your May release. I don't think that that's going to make it all probably. the way to like holiday and not be done. And I don't really see Kirby as a major holiday. Like that's going to get buried if they try to release that in holiday 2022 anyway. Yep. So, um, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So your final score was that it was. A bomb. I gave I gave it a C. I would say it's a bomb just because the well. So here's the thing. I feel like my my opinion of Nintendo Directs is always a lot higher than the general community at large, and people seem to be very overwhelmingly positive about this direct, which I was not. And I'm like, well, okay, I guess I'll let you guys have this one because I usually like them, and I didn't really care much for this one. So anyway, it's a real it's a real uh, outlier. They they, <laughs> they spent a lot of time focusing on stuff that like made me angry. Like, there were a lot of DLC updates yeah, for, like, games true. that I'm over, uh, for games that I'm not going to play, and then everything that was announced that, I, like, would have got me excited, I was like, well, I kind of already know about this. I know about Mario Party Superstars. I know about Splatoon and Bayonetta and, you know, and Disco Elysium and KOTOR. Like, we knew they were coming, and Metroid Dread I'm not allowed to watch, and it's like, well, you know, what do you have left? The Mario movie. And let's yeah. talk about the Mario movie. Yeah, but we have to have... There has to be the directs that aren't just chock full of surprises in order to make the directs a thing, you know? Like, if every direct's a surprise, it's not fun anymore. I don't agree with that at all. <laughs> I, think you could, I think you could easily just have surprise after surprise and be like, oh, that's surprising, yay! If you don't know about it, that's a surprise. That's all you need. It makes, maybe, I, don't, I don't know. I'm over it. I, I'm ready to move on. I'm ready to talk about the Mario movie. Let's talk about the Mario movie. Uh, Let's next talk week. about the Mario movie. Let's talk no, about next, what? No, for for Zyber to be me? for Zyber to be here. So so we can talk about how Zyber has the same opinion that we do that Chris <laughs> Pratt is a terrible choice for it's Mario. Oh, such a, it's awful! I hate, can't believe it's the stoop. Now you got me fired up. <laughs> <laughs> Look what you've done! It should it should have been Billy West. You flipped the switch. Should have been Charles Martinet. Uh, no, it should have been Billy West. Wait, Billy... do we have uh, we have Billy West as like Toad or Yoshi or something? No, Billy. I don't think Billy West was in there. Period. Uh, no, he was. He was in the 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 one that we read out. He totally was. Yes, in the one we read out, he was. And that, first of all, he's like one of the best voice actors currently existing in the world. Billy West is amazing. And second of all, I hate, hate, hate the trend of 
movies casting regular screen actors in animated films in voice acting roles. They're not voice actors. Stop making them do voiceovers. Well, let the some... professionals now. Some, some of them are. Do we know? Has Chris Pratt done any voice roles before? Do we know that he was the main character in the Lego Movie? I know that. Which actually, I hated that. A... Fr- I hated that freaking movie. I don't oh. want st- to. That, that makes me upset. He did. A, he did a good job in that role. That role was not Mario. That role was also a terrible movie. Fair opinions. Everybody has them. Um, this, but but the opinion that we have on this is correct. Uh, bad casting. No, so, no, no. Chris, Chris Pratt as bad Mario. Casting. Bad Mario casting. Yes, that's. But what I, I, I thought every. I thought everybody else was great. Honestly, I was. I was still complaining about Chris Pratt. A lot of the other ones are people who actually have done good animated voice work, um, but at least fit the characters that they're playing. Chris Pratt as Mario, I, I don't enjoy. Jack Black as Bowser sounds hilarious. Charlie Day already kind of reminds me of Luigi. Uh, yeah, and uh, and Keegan Michael Key as as Toad is is, is inspired. so spot on. That's such an inspiring and, choice. And yeah. it's really exciting that in a Mario movie we're going to get to see a character smoking weed. Donkey Kong, played by Seth Rogen. <laughs> uh, that's another bad casting choice, by the way. I don't like that one either. Smoke a banana. Those two, the the Seth Rogen Donkey Kong. Oh man, give me oh, and dude, the cr- I got the munchies for some golden bananas and the Chris Pratt. Mario, you know your two biggest names for a Mario thing, DK oh, and Mario, man, uh, and you miscast both of them. Oh come on, DK's not gonna have a big part in this movie. Yeah, but speaking franchise-wise, they're the two big names. As opposed to what? As opposed to the as the opposed to robust t- Toad, Toad franchise and the yeah. in the Super Princess Peach game. I mean, what what are you talking about? Well, I mean. Mario's your Nintendo flagship. He's also the flagship of, you know, the Mario franchise. DK heads up the DK franchise. They are recognizable. They're the two, I would argue, that the competition slash rivalry between Mario and DK is just as big as the competition and rivalry between Mario and Bowser, except that DK also is a hero in his own series and is therefore bigger than Bowser. I just remember that Toad has his own game. Captain Toad. And I, I am very sad that Toad has his own game. <laughs> Captain Toad. And I, and I like Captain Toad, but could it have been another? It should have been like Captain Goomba or something. I play a Goomba game. Goomba game. What's a? You could totally do totally like a Mario RT, RTS or something with like Goombas. Well, they, they kind of did that with like the Mario and Luigi uh, 3DS remakes, where they they added the, like the Bowser's minions, whatever. Do you remember that thing? Not even a little bit. Well, it was kind of like that. Uh, They've got Goombas. Kingdom Battle. No, that's not really the same thing. No. Nah. Um, I'm talking. I'm talking about like a like a you know uh, uh, RTS, a, not like a, a hexagon based. You know, yeah, like a Starcraft or a. Uh, Thank you. I don't know why I couldn't think of like Starcraft, Age, Age of Empires, etc. Yeah, um, I, I I mean. I'm more likely to go see the Mario movie than I was to go see the Sonic film. Did you go see the Sonic film? I still haven't seen it, no. I haven't either. I'm not going to. I'm not interested in that I'll, at all. I'll watch it eventually when I get bored one night and throw it on one of the streaming services that I have if it hits one of the streaming services. I would literally have to be blackout drunk, like on the couch, <laughs> and, and I would be resist, and my friend would have to put it on. Someone I would be else. Like, resisting the whole time, like, I mean, no, I don't want, no, I can't, oh, oh, I can't do anything. But, to but stop I can't, you. I can't stop you. But I really don't want you to. <laughs> oh, I'm just gonna close my eyes and pretend I don't hear it. Okay, gotta go uh, fast. <laughs> we gotta go fast through the rest of this episode. Well, are um, we gonna do the other stuff? Because we need to. Well, we need to at least say that next month's game is Bayonetta for the game club. Amaru chose it. This past month's game was Katamari Damacy by Zyber. Oh, I guess since so it's good. I guess since it's Zyber's game, we should wait until he's here next week to talk about it. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, he he's. I mean, I'm gonna have a lot to say, but so will he. So we should totally wait. Yeah, let's wait on that one. Um, this week's album of the week. Uh, let's hit that because I liked it. 
Uh, it's a little. Uh, so uh, the album of the week club is, is a club that you can join in the Bombers Discord. Just like say something. I don't know. I don't know how to join it, but you can totally join it. Uh, this this week's uh, album was called Waterfall by Fish in a Bird. Or wait, wait, I'm sorry. Was the band Waterfall and the album is Fish in a Birdcage, or was it the other way around? I no longer am very confident on the answer to that. Well, because uh, like neither of them, neither of them is like a good band name. Wa- Waterfall is the name of the. I don't know how to read Spotify, but <laughs> it says album Waterfall, and then the tiny words is Fish in a Birdcage. And I still okay. don't know. I don't know which one's album and which one's artist on Spotify. All right, I am googling it live on the air to determine whether or not. I okay, can... Fish in a Birdcage is the name of the artist. The guy, Dustin Townsend, aka Fish in a Birdcage, is a young and passionate musical virtuoso. Wow, hum- humble. <laughs> what is this? A is this a freaking resume? Per- young professional. Uh, I- multitasker liked, that that works well with others i liked the album so uh i thought the album was was okay um i'm not a big fan of like the singer songwriter who just like writes you know simple lyrics uh over over you know ca- catchy uh catchy musical uh or like let me start over yeah good arrangements <laughs> I'm keeping all of it, but we're starting over. Good arrangements. I thought there were actually some songs that, despite having a very uh, noted lack of percussive instruments, uh, kind of funky, kind of groovy, actually, on, on a couple of the earlier tracks. It's like I'm a really Bosa, bad with song titles. New Wave Bosa style of feel to some of it. Like a like Bossa Nova? Yeah. Bosa? You know. Anyway. Yeah, look, my pronunciation is a bit of an outlier. Dude, it's it's off. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> All right, what did, what did you like about it? Because I, I I wasn't like super hot or cold on it. I'm just sort of like, yeah, this isn't really my thing. I enjoyed it. I just thought it was good listening. My favorite song was Memento Mori, uh, rule number twenty one. What's gonna happen when he gets to rule number thirty four? We'll find out. Or we I won't. don't want. I don't know that I want to find out. Not right now, anyway. Maybe later. All right. Um. That album was brought to us by I don't want to butcher that. Is it Marin? Marin Mar- Raven? Like Marin the Yeah, Marin Raven. So like Marin like from Link's Awakening Marin. Yeah, but with a Y. Marine. Marin. Marin Raven. Raven? No, Raven. Wh- like like the bird. Wimine? Wh- Stop. Women <laughs> with a W? Or with a I mean <laughs> Of yeah, course yes. <laughs> God dang it. Okay, that this this episode's over. <laughs> Killing me here. Um, thanks. Thanks for the album, Raven. <laughs> thanks for listening to this freaking podcast. God. Um, I guess I'll talk about my new PS5 next week because we're out of time. No, we're not. We have two minutes. Do we? Well, according to the the unwritten rule that every episode must be 65 minutes or less. Yes, we have two minutes. I was trying to keep it or less. So you are I... rapidly running out of time to talk about your PS5. <laughs> I... Got my PS5. Let me tell you about these guacamole flavored I chips. S- s- stop. I'm talking about my PS5. <laughs> I platinumed, platinumed Astro's Playroom <laughs> earlier <laughs> today. Really? That was yeah. fast. Well, I mean, I got problems. That's well, not super long, but it's how, how'd not, you like it? I, I agree with what everyone has said. I am surprised at how good of a showcasing of the controller that game was. And surprised at the fact that I have such a strong opinion about a freaking controller. I think that the controller stuff is underutilized by just about every other game that is currently on the market for the PS5. Because after seeing the potential of it with the Astros Playroom stuff, I was like, oh my god. Oh my god. They did everything that Nintendo wanted to do with the Joy-Cons, but like, well. Yeah. (laughs) It's like the cool. HD Rumble. The HD is Rumble freaking crazy is in that thing. Super cool. The uh, adaptive haptics on the triggers. I I'm gonna miss it on anything else that I play, and I it's so did adaptive. not realize. I did not realize that was a, a thing that I would have you know opinions about. I yeah, I, like, I remember when it was announced, and I was like, "That's silly. That's weird. That's dumb." And now I'm like, "This is the coolest thing I've ever played with." The only thing with those triggers is I'm always like I, I'm always like very careful with them. Like I feel like I'm gonna break it, you know, oh, if I press no, down I, too hard. I I bump them around. 
bumping uglies. Bumping bumping triggers. Oh god. Trigger bump. That was bombers. <laughs> no, it's cool. Um and the game itself was very well crafted. I could see myself sitting down and like doing the actual speedrun challenges, which I have to do because I platinumed it. But they have a DLC, so I have one last trophy to get to have 100% of the trophies. And that trophy is to speedrun all levels and have... I was looking it up because it's a hidden trophy. I think it's go through the speedrun and have your total combined time be less than seven minutes or something like that. I guess I'm stupid because I thought that you got all the trophies. Like, when you got all the trophies, like, that was the platinum trophy. They've... They... they Yes. However, they have a DLC trophy, like, subcategory that has additional trophies. No, those trophies are non-canon. They're like... I got one left. They're like the most recent three Star Wars movies, and also the three before that. And also, like, most other Star Wars media. They're... I'm not falling for that bait. They're... Have you considered that Star Wars is mostly bad? It depends on what you consider to be Star Wars. Uh...